Welcome to Recommissioned, a bi-weekly podcast where we go back to watch Battlestar Galactica. Each week, I'm joined by my good pal, Matt, who has only seen the episodes up to the one we're covering. Now, I've seen them all. And on this week's episode, we bring you Season 3, Episode 10, The Passage. What do you want? We were truckers, okay? We just moved stuff. People. You see, some think that that's the way that the silence infiltrated Caprica. They seated themselves throughout the outer colonies and then they used criminals to get them into the capital. Anyone who's found guilty of helping the Cylons is considered a traitor. We didn't carry Cylons. How do you know? Because nobody knew that they looked like us. Then how do you know you didn't? You think I'm a traitor? I don't think you're a traitor. You're a smart young woman. That's what the old man said. You're just not smart enough to accept who you are. Mm. Starbucks, don't tell the Admiral. Dude, I'm going to go right to the end of this episode. <laughs> All right, hit me. I mean, she's dead, right? She's real dead. But at the end, I just, you know, when Obama, when Obama goes to see her at the end. Listen, <laughs> hey, real quick, it's going to be a terrible podcast. <laughs> so go ahead and just shut it right off and go to Aya Jupiter. Oh, shit. Skip it. Skip this week, guys. I'm telling you right now. Hey, letting you off the hook, you can skip it. Here's why. (laughs) Just fast forward it to the next one. Um, Wowzers. Yep, I don't have any notes. Boy, oh boy. I don't know what I did. I somehow deleted them and then couldn't recover them. I tried Control Z. I thought I was logged in. I wasn't. I thought I was logged in under another name. Long story short, don't have any notes. So, (laughs) no notes. I got no notes. And I know you don't because you don't take notes and you just lean on me. So now we're really fucked. Oh, we're just done. Cancel the show. I mean, no, no, no. Unfinished Business was a great episode, Tyler Galloway. And if you don't think so, well, you go listen to other shows. I'm telling you, this podcast episode, going to be bad. (laughs) Okay. Forewarned. Just telling you. It's not going to be good. I'm feeling a bad one today and I've made peace with it. So now if it's not going to be bad, I'm going to make it bad. Oh God! We're just, no matter what, it's going to have the stench of. When she's lying in the bed dying at the end, routine. right? Yeah. She's lying in the bed dying at the end. Uh, all right, you know what this means, though. Really, I'm like, okay, so I have to be fucking devil's advocate for cat the whole fucking. She's episode. laying in the bed dying at the end, and you know the whole episode rests on the on the on the scene at the end with her and Adama. It really does, and yeah. he's like, she's like, I'm. He's standing over her. I just, I wanted to put 1950s dialogue over it so bad. Really? I was thinking more 80s war movie, like, no, permission dude. to die, Sarge. <laughs> That'd be good, too. But check it out from the 50s. It'd be cool if he's like, I'm sorry, dear buttercup, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna escape by this one. You mean this is it? My number's up? That's right there, sweetie. Oh, no. Boss, my insides feel like jellyfish. I know, kid, but don't worry. You're going to see God soon. All right, okay. Tell my kids I love them. But you didn't have any kids because you banged some druggy guy that we just found out about. <laughs> That's what You it also like. got cooked brains from all that radiation. You I'll tell you what, your right. insides are shot. You're never going to have kids anyway. And, uh, well. Oh, I don't want to go. It's getting real cold, my... Coddle, get me a heavy pillow. <laughs> I feel all torn up inside. Is it the cancer? Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> it is. It's the mega space cancer is you have the, from is it the cancer? In it. Is it the cancer? <laughs> Tell me honestly, Doc. Nope, that's just guilt eating away at you. <laughs> I guess. And also from spending way too long in the radiation hot tub. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't know well, what happened, dear, but I know we ran out of food pretty inexplicably. I know. It's not good writing, but what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, man. Do Can I-, I go now? My insides feel like fishies swarming around. <laughs> you can <laughs> my go. My liver's trying to swim out of my ass. <laughs> Just put the pillow over my head. Just put the pillow over my head, Captain. You know, C-A-P apostrophe N, that's what she says. Captain. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she thinks she's a goonie at the end. Yeah. Oh, delirious. But here we are. The death of Cat. Something yeah. that uh, season one, Matthew, would have been absolutely rooting for. Uh, or I guess what, season two when she came in. Yeah. Um, and now, I'll say this. Hey, here's what I'll say. I wasn't rooting for her to die. But um, did it get any tears out of me? Nah. <laughs> Sorry. Nah. I'm not shedding tears for Cat. It's not, not even at the end when I was talking about I'm not getting out of this one. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna die with a little lower lip quivering. Not even not even Adama could could rustle any feelings in your bones. Oh, that was the closest it got of like, oh, poor cat. But that's I mean, it was literally me eating a bag of chips, drinking a beer, be like, oh poor cat. <laughs> like, I don't I don't really I'm not gonna lose my appetite over it. The vision Sorry. of that is just disgusting. Uh, With your vile, oh. fucking flea-ridden Civil War beard. <laughs> your Catching fucking chips. I was at Fort Sumter beard. Uh-huh. Just pounding chips and drinking beer and having crumbs and dirty shit in your fucking gross beard. Yeah, I rub it in for effect. Mm, damn. Just dip it in Cheeto dust. That's, and then you, you just flash cut to you laying down. Captain, I'm gonna lose my leg. It's the diabetes in my leg. Am I going to lose my leg from the terrible musket wound I took? <laughs> oh, okay. It's a Civil War fantasy. I had to follow the follow the dream. Dude. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Is well, it all over? Can I no longer run around with the guys with the tattoos on their necks? Yep. It's over. You know, the That's ones it. you never heard of before this week? My <laughs> fake name? And how I lied, and then uh, I got a, and then halfway through the script, they were like, "This is a terrible idea. Let's uh, pretend maybe you could have been infiltrated by Cylons." Real quick, give it some depth, some weight, maybe. <laughs> God damn, this bitch get wrapped up in Callie's sex cult or something. Is that why she wanted a speedy exit? God. She's like, "I got I got an appointment to make. We've got other runaways to brainwash." <laughs> Oh, Jesus. There's nothing I like selling more than 14-year-old Snatch. <laughs> Put him in the back of the U-Haul truck. It's a real passion for me. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people still don't know what we're talking about when we reference that, and they're just like, you guys are insane. <laughs> no, that's real. Look it up. Callie. Mm-hmm. Oh, just, yeah. just, you know what? I feel like if you just Googled, what has Callie from Battlestar Galactica been up to? Ah, you're going to have <laughs> a night. You're going to have a whole night on your hands. Yep. Uh, but anyways, back to the topic at hand. The death, the noble death of Callie <laughs> doing her duty. Never has there Cat. been a more noble sacrifice in all of creation. It was quite noble indeed, yes, sir. <laughs> Come right out of the nuclear easy-bake oven and into a promotion. Good for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. If you want to get it promoted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Call me God. Captain before I go. Anything to make the pain in my insides go away. What I wouldn't have given for a line at the end where you know where he's like, I actually came here to tell you about a promotion. She's like, You know I'm not gonna make it out of here though, right? He's like, Yeah, of course I know. That's the only reason I ever fucking give you a promotion when I know you're gonna die. Get I mean, get real. You think I'd make you cag over Starbucker Lee? <laughs> That's funny. Stu, that one's my son. The other one's practically my daughter, you roasted bitch. You could cut that to like, you could recut the episode like when him and Ty are cracking up together. <laughs> They're just <laughs> high-fiving. <laughs> oh, Ooh, baby dolls. She thought she earned it. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> dying laughing. Oh, it's so Commander, dark. what's it mean when all blood comes out of my poop hole? <laughs> all the blood and that organs means, fall out of me. That means you did a hell of a job with the mission. I guess. <laughs> sure. Easy for you to say. Here's a medal that I'm going to put on your shirt and then take off as soon as Coddle <laughs> zips you up. How come, how come the... <laughs> how come when I threw up, some of my intestines came out? Oh, that's just radiation disrupting your tissue. That's just how Valor feels. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like we're going to be eating good tonight. Thanks, <laughs> cat. Cannibals? I'm going to be eating my algae sandwich thanks to you. 
<laughs> yeah. My fucking algae protein bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was some STD she got from the drug guy. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't have fucked the neck tattoo guy. They should wish you could have taken that one back. <laughs> Galaxy gonorrhea is no joke. <laughs> I always knew his cum was poison. Yep. <laughs> You're right about that. She kind of did. She only fucked him when she was like, ah, I'm probably going to die. <laughs> She's like, I'm probably going to die. I'll screw this fucking nasty meth head, dude. What Bye. was that like? Uh, stinky. Fucking a beriddled radiation girl? Oh, God. God damn, dude. Oh, so gross. So Hilo's gross. getting cancer, right? At this point? Like, all of them, I guess. I mean, Shit. That's actually one, you know, it kind of it's a little bit nitpicky, but I do wonder about, you know, the radiation badges that are turning color over the episode and when they say turn black, like that's when you got to get out of there. I guess that's supposed to be the minimum safety level, like once it turns black, uh, you can still turn around at that point, but if you go any further, it's going to it's going to be too much. Mm. I guess. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like if you're still absorbing a consistent amount of even low radiation, eh, it's not good. Yeah, they bring in her in like the right doesn't this? So we we learn that they got a little thing, right? We got we we. I mean the the previously on is basically like this is Cat Swan song. Yeah, they're like remember her and how much you don't like her. I ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about her. She's gonna expire on the bed. <laughs> this does. I'm not gonna lie. There are there are things from this episode I like. I feel like to be honest, there's not. I don't think anybody could have written a more, that much more of a compelling exit for Cat at the end of the day. It's very hard to give this character a a swan song that's going to choke people up. I feel like it's no, it's not a fucking controversial thing to say to be like, yeah, Cat's not a popular fucking character on this show. (laughs) She's kind of annoying from day one. Even, I think one of our listeners, it might have been Dan actually, was even saying, even when she's right, she's still annoying. Like She just kind of pulls that off. Um, so, I mean, I feel like for the character, for Kat, her sacrificing herself, her pushing herself beyond, you know, her normal limits and doing something noble. I'm like, yeah, that's about the best send off you're going to be able to get for this character. Too bad we had to have a real kind of flimsy concept to get there. Hear that, Kat? Matthew here says he thinks all hotshot pilots want to expire in a hospital bed pissing and shitting themselves to death instead of, you know kamikaze into a fucking base star with a nuke. <laughs> with fucking Randy Quaid as their co-pilot. Yeah! Why am I'm I in an F-4? Why am I in an F-18 or the fuck he's flying? <laughs> you know, I could never fly this. this. <laughs> Jesus. They're eating Ugh. scraps. Like, what? what's going on here? What is this fucking Auschwitz? When do they run out of all the food? All, well, no, they said it wasn't that it run out, but it had gotten contaminated. Yeah. Well, um, whoever's like, that Damn. job, that person's fired. That's why Wicked Ty fired. became XO again, because the XO got fired for that. That's his responsibility, right? I guess Hilo? I don't know. Well, whoever's, whoever reports to Hilo, Shit, yeah, who's a supply officer, right? he's fired. Or she's and fired. Also, dude, I had another uh, like moment in this episode. You know that and it's probably the most easily noticeable civilian ship whenever they show those like uh, outside shots of the fleet. Um, that big ship that has like almost like the 2001 like ring going around it that spins. You know that one? Mm-hmm. You know I'm talking about? I, there's a really good shot in this episode, like kind of a close-up almost of that ship as the Raptors leading it. And you can see inside of the big green ring. And I swear to God, it feels like it looks like there's greenery in there. That like it's almost like a, a rotating greenhouse that they're growing. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> Is that are you fucks not growing crops? Like, aren't some of these civilian ships capable of that? Am I totally yeah, off? That one, I, I think the one you're thinking is the Astral Queen. That was the one that is it. The prisoners were on, right? It, the one with the big rotating ring around it. The ring around it, or the ring up front. No, the big like ring that goes around the entire body of the ship. It's like a big circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I, remember that ship. I, I, it sounds so dumb. I can't look up any of this stuff because I'm gonna fucking you know I'm gonna find out Rosalind's a, a fucking Cylon. I'm gonna be like fuck, I ruined it just because I was trying to look up which ship was which. But um, yeah, the one with the big ring, <laughs> that one. Gotcha. I don't know, but I'm like, damn, not a single civilian ship out here. None of these have like any food producing capabilities. I don't know. 
Yeah, the I guess not enough for the entire fleet. I di- I did while reading a uh, a little bit about this episode very carefully. Um, I did learn one interesting fact that the civilian count at this point is at four a uh, total count actually I guess of humanity forty one thousand. We're down to forty one thousand mm. in this episode. Boy oh boy, it's a lot down from fifty two. Right? Is that where we started? Fifty two. Somewhere in that range. Yeah. Boy, howdy. So, yeah, that's where we begin. Food is contaminated. We have no food. Everybody's eating fucking Cheeto dust. Yep, absolutely. These fucking people, come on. What are they bitching about? I know fucking 26 Twitch streamers could survive off of that food. No problem. <laughs> exactly. Some tendies <laughs> from mom once a week. Just install some sort of fucking game and play, you know, 18 hours a day. And then you'll be dead like that fucking is- Korean kid. Is there a... F- <laughs> Did that happen? Yeah. Killed him. Dead. <laughs> just You're starved afraid- to death? Um, yeah. He just died. <laughs> he died from playing too many games and, like, not taking care of himself. Holy shit. Small it's price begun. to pay, baby dog. <laughs> Gotta be number one <clears throat> on fucking League of Legends, baby. Maybe it's the Zephyr. Maybe that's the ship you're referring to. Maybe. Oh, uh-huh. no. uh, I don't know. That could be it. I'm not sure. It's got like a ring, and then it's got almost like a very arrow aerodynamic look to it. Yeah, it's like a, it's very thin tubular. I, th- I kind threw of it up in the thing. Thing. If you want to peek at it, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. that one. Nope, that is not. I'm going to transition away from that because I don't want you to see what it says about it. In the event that it doesn't survive, eventually, it's a passenger liner. Okay, oh, so that's just full of people. I have no idea. It's the most terrible passenger designer I've ever seen. <laughs> well, you know, they got, you know, Dave and the best passenger laps. designer would be a giant rectangle. <laughs> right? You'd think. Yep. Just fit as many people in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they got no food. It's a bummer. <laughs> curb, curb your enthusiasm. I'm excited. This is fun. I told you we're going to have fun with this. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you did give a, you know, yeah, it's true. We gave a warning up front. Yeah. So um, we see our girl. Well, do, can, we, can we bang out the Cylon thing? Yeah, I guess we might as well. Because, I mean, to be honest, not that much happens there either. Like, we, it, it's a little, like, titillating taste of, like, ooh, possibility and future things, but not much in this very episode. That's a solid fuck bed they're working with. God, I know. Wait, what kind of life does Gaius have? Is he just nightly threesomes with Deanna and Caprica Six? That's yeah. Just, that is life now? Yeah. Fucking it's unfortunate. Gaius. Like, I feel like it's funny rewatching this stuff now. Gaius's, Gaius's storyline is sort of at a standstill right now. It's not it doing anything. It kind of is. It's not doing And it much. was so good when he was amongst the crew. That was like the best the most intriguing and interesting character moments for him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was also the tension was so high. Yeah. Because he, he exactly. was essentially the only person who basically was a Cylon trader, even if it was inadvertently and he wasn't trying to be, but he had all this correspondence with the Cylons and there was so much going on and so much tension about who knows what about him. And now it's just totally gone. Now he's just with the Cylons. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's basically Diana. That is it. He finds out a little bit about her uh, constant suicide. <laughs> Which, to be honest, I'm not trying to nitpick too hard here, but at the same time, I'm pretty weirded out how she's been able to do this, I guess, as many times as she already has. And it's a secret? Like, other side, I'm like, it's, I, as far as the show has shown us, there's no way to, to resurrect and download again without other Cylons being there. Like, other people, other Cylons wake her up in the new body and, you know, "Eh, calm down, calm down, you're covered in goo. Like, they always have those people around them, and then they bring them out of the tank and, I guess, put them back where they're supposed to be. I'm like, if you're doing that just regularly and not even being deployed to, like, a battle zone or anything, you're just dying aboard a base star and resurrecting again and again and again, I feel like other Cylons would be like, um, the fuck's going on? Like, what do you, what is this? Right. Which I find it weird that that it's somehow supposed to be a, a secret. She's like, "How do you know about that?" I'm like, what? How do? How does everyone not know about this? Yeah, I have no idea. But it does lead to the discussion of the identity of the final five Cylons. 
now this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do, I, I think it's an interesting fact that even these models of Cylon don't know the other remaining five. Yeah, that's what she said. That's it. That's she had some like really bad sketches, like charcoal art. The kind where you're like, you're really hot, so I'm going to say it's good art, but it's pretty much dog shit. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? Yeah, you went to school. It's all right, I guess. Like some chick in her tights or their great ass hot body. Check out my charcoal drawings. I'm like, yeah, they're fucking great. Gonna take off your pants now. <laughs> Just drinking <laughs> That's more That's basically beer, Tiana uh-huh. is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, but she is fucking Xena Warrior Princess at the end of the day. Can't say no. What do you think of my drawings? I wrote them with kangaroo claws. <laughs> Hack. That's it. I wrote them with the blood of a kangaroo because that's all I know. Take some of my charcoal pencils out of the koala pouch. That's it. <laughs> she, that's, it'd be funny if she was drawing and they just kept showing every drawing was just like some sort of iteration of the kangaroo and, uh, and other like Australian animals. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> no, just She's straight like, up I just kangaroo. Can't, I, I just up can't kangaroo see. Jack with a hoodie on. I just can't see past it, mate. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's mm. something from Earth. I think it is. <laughs> but um, Gaius reaches into the old piss puddle. It's got to be a piss pre- puddle at this point, right? Precog dog water? It's precog pee puddle. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But she's like, don't touch it. Don't get away. He's like, but I think I will. But as soon as he does, intelligence, a mind on fire. Mm. And he's like, yeah, that's me. Yep. Of course it is. I mean, he comes up with what? Well, I mean, this is where he pretty much talks about, all right, like he interprets. Well, for one, I do find it funny that all of the rest of the silence, even Deanna really in the scene is just like, oh, well, she, everything she says is just gobbledygook nonsense. Like we don't listen to it at all. It's just yeah. garbage. I'm like, wow, that's really dismissive of you like hyper-religious weirdos who interpret everything else very intensely. Are you talking um, about the hybrids, jibber-jabber? Yeah, the hybrid super jabber. They all, yeah. pretty much all the rest of the silence are like, bah, whatever. Says nothing. You know, yeah. Deanna in an earlier episode implies that among some Cylons, they acknowledge that, ooh, maybe this could be, you know, oracular, they're prophetic, something she's saying. But she's the approach for the one child. What's Cavern of the soul. <laughs> Under pressure heat ratio. Perfect <laughs> angles. Ideas of evolutions have buried their fears. Murder. Murder. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Get Tom Cruise. <laughs> this is the Department of Precum. <laughs> Gestalt therapy and escape clauses. <laughs> oh, but no, th- didn't we go down this funny little path of like Greek mythology uh, interpretation? Because he talks about, oh, Hera. Because she, she says, you know, oh, God, what does she actually outright say? It's like the husband of the eye uh, in the eye of the cow. And that's pretty much it. And she goes, like, lets go of him and sinks back into the tank. And he, he Gaius makes the connection that, oh, Hera was sometimes referred to as the cow-eyed Hera. And Hera is the wife of Jupiter. So maybe that's the clue we're being pointed toward. Mm-hmm. That Jupiter is on the path to Earth. And we go, if we can find that planet, maybe we're being pointed in the right direction. Yep. That's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> the eye of Zeus. The eye. It, says, it says Zeus in, in um, but it doesn't say Zeus. It says Zeus on the subtitle, but I don't think he actually says Zeus. Let's have a listen. No, they say Jupiter. And husband of Hera. It's Jupiter. The eye of Jupiter. Huh. I wonder if that was AD'd in after the fact. Not sure, because, yeah, like, Zeus <clears throat> is the Greek name for the same thing, and then Jupiter's the right. Roman one. And they say, they use mostly uh, Roman names on the show, I'm pretty sure. Or actually, maybe it is Greek. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I'm getting my mythology no. fucked up. Yeah. They use mostly, I thought, Greek, but I don't know. Like Athena and shit, isn't that Greek? And Diane, like the boring ones are the, are the Roman ones, right? Yeah, the Roman ones aren't as good. <laughs> yeah, the Greek ones are better. Like, Mars is kind of cool. Like, God of War made it for a planet. That's cool. But come on, doggy. <laughs> it could be better. But, um, 
Now I have to do is find the right planet. That's it. And then we'll be in the direction of Earth. <laughs> and also, yeah. they, he does talk about how it must be through a cluster of stars that points to this planet that then leads to Earth. And a big part of this episode is they are go- moving through, all of the hum- humans anyways, are moving through that radioactive cluster of stars towards a planet with big rings around it. Hmm. Seems seems like they're headed in the same direction. Yep. Well, they got a food shortage, and we saw our girl getting used up real nice. <laughs> Athena herself. Dude, yeah. Holy shit. She gets really cooked in this thing. Damn, dude. Of course they send her off on that dude. Cylon duty. Yeah, you go out there and go in the fucking microwave. <laughs> dude, unfucking believable. So shitty. Fuck, bunch of racists. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you get out there and soak it up first like the, to see if it's good enough for the rest of us. <laughs> like the fucking oil, oil drillers. Send the Irishman down. <laughs> get the canary. I mean, you know, what's his name? O'Mulligan? <laughs> Send O'Mulligan in down into that hole, or we're going to be sending him O home. <laughs> oh, yes, Fucking <laughs> Just cups of tea and monocles. Twirling their fucking mustaches, literally twirling them. <laughs> I'll have to have my way with his Catholic wife again. <laughs> as long as it's against her will in the most vile villainous play possible. Yes, yes. If she seems to drive any pleasure from it, any pleasures from it, for even a moment, I will go flaccid immediately. <laughs> it is against my villainous ways. <laughs> it says right here in the book of villainy, should your sexual assault victim derive any pleasure from your transgressions, you will lose your boner immediately. Immediately, sir. Slams a big book. Yeah, poof, fucking dust. Sits back, curls his mustache, sips his tea, contemplates this while having his legs crossed, like in a classy John Luke Picard way. Exactly. While that piano music from all the Cylon scenes plays. <laughs> bing ding 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 Sounds like a good show. Starbucks eating with a knife. God, they're all eating like a bunch of wild savages, starving. This is crazy, man. Cutting up little pieces of some protein bar. They look like they just got pulled off of some fucking tropical island. (laughs) (laughs) All castaways. They're eating like a bunch of people in Survivor when they find fucking rice. (laughs) Right, here's a bag of rice, you fucking filthy mongrels. (laughs) They all look like bail out of the mechanic. (laughs) Fuck, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. Meanwhile, the Cylons out there are working it. Getting it done. Looking yep. great. Having threesomes 24-7. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, meant, I meant Boomer. Oh, yeah. That's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> Scott in the chat says I should kill Hot Dog and eat him. I mean, the irony there is not wasted on me. <laughs> as he's As blood is ripping out of his throat artery. They're like, his fucking name is Hot Dog. What do you want? (laughs) Cook him. Just stop thinking about it. (laughs) You know the big Bugs Bunny cartoon where they see each other as hot dogs and hamburgers. (laughs) (laughs) And they're starving on like a raft. Oh, shit. He looks like glazed ham. (laughs) He looks like a fucking hot dog. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. um, The ships are all fucking... The ships look cool and... uh, you know, it's like, oh, there's my, my wife getting a completely and utterly used. <laughs> right? I mean, God, when the raptors come out of, of the star, you know, cluster, God, they just look straight up cooked. Mm-hmm. Cooked. They're, they're completely baked black. And the pilots just come rolling out of them all gaunt looking and terrible. I mean, if that's what it does to a fucking Cylon, what do you think it's going to do to your meatbag bodies? Mm, yeah. She's like, oh, no, no, I'm good. I'm all good. Puke I'm a little fine. blood. Mm. But she makes it out all right. Good old yeah. Athena. She has superior genetics, I think. I think so. Superior Cylon genes. They got a. They got a. They got a plan though. And it's uh, the only way to get through the cluster is it's, with. It's evidently so vast. Yeah, it's just like too yeah. big to jump out to the other side of. You have to jump halfway through. 
Right, right. You got to get somewhere in the middle of it and be guiding. Uh, they decide to use the raptors to guide individual civilian ships. So they're going in pairs, one raptor, one civilian ship. And they have to fly through the cluster for a little bit, and then they can do a second jump out the other side of it. Yeah, the reason the other ships can't jump through, I believe, is because their instruments would get basically fried. Right. Whereas the military ships have some uh, defense against this, so they could jump again. And it's still, it's like they can all still jump, but they're basically, the Raptors have to send the civilian ships the actual coordinates because I think their computers, their navigation computers are would be down while they're in the, the star cluster. So it's up to the Raptors to guide them, figure out the coordinates while they're in there, beam them to the civilian ships, and then they jump at the same time out the other side of the star cluster to this planet that's covered in the algae that they're going to scoop up and eat. Mm, not yeah, cat, though. Yum. <laughs> Not cat. May she just eat her at the end? I <laughs> just fucking toast over her. On a, she's on a spit over a fire. <laughs> Put an apple in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could, you see, could you see Starbuck just taking a crispy piece of cat's ass? <laughs> she wasn't <laughs> fucking. She was kind of a bitch, but boy, she is delicious. Just an electric turkey knife. Just. <laughs> <laughs> God. The most bitch thing ever. <laughs> I hate that thing. That's <laughs> too hard. <laughs> <laughs> fucking taking a Salzal to the fucking turkey. <laughs> Damn it, dude. That's <laughs> just the interrupt. It's just some creepy-ass episode. <laughs> we did warn you. We warned you. <laughs> Crazy, we can't use stims. You want to hear You guys want to hear cat? <laughs> We're all thirsty for it. You're thirsty for some cat talk, right? Here we go. <clears throat> so, is only going to be a bitch slap you so? We'll be issuing stims, so use them. What? Are you crazy? We can't use stims. Can't you? Stims pump up your metabolism. We've got nothing to burn. You put stims in our systems, we're going to be flying into the sides of the ships. Is that true? They'd mess us up? You used to like the stims, cat. All right, personal discretion. Yeah. You know what I think about cat? I think she'd clean up real nice. I agree. I agree. Nothing yeah. wrong with her. She'd clean up real nice. No, no, no. I judge female characters purely by appearance, Matthew. <laughs> That's it. As shallow and vain and sexist Absolutely. as possible. Yeah. I want to determine if the genetics inherent within are good enough to mate with. That's all. It's not personal. <laughs> <clears throat> Once you're a properly cooked hot I guess dog. I'm just saying I think she would taste delicious with some potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a good old-fashioned mm, family what is this? Soylent Gem- feast. <laughs> what is this, Geminis? <laughs> they all have fucking <laughs> regional tastes. <laughs> Dude, I like this horror movie version. Oh, shit. This guy. <laughs> this fucking guy with a neck tattoo. He sucks. He sucks so bad, Enzo. Even his, his name sucks. <sighs> He makes, you know what he sounds like? He sounds like that shitty. He's like the brother of the guy in episode two, Attack of the Clones, who like sells that dude death sticks to sell at the nightclub. Hey, Enzo, I need more death sticks to sell. Yeah. Enzo, I always had a fond memory of Enzo because of Uncle Enzo and Snow Crash, the novel, which is a great like mafiosa name. This guy just looks like a scrub. Oh, yeah. And he, dude, this character, now this is, I I think, truly one of the writing lows of the show, because this character is just nothing. He is a nothing character. There's nothing to him. He's literally there to just be like, hey, remember me? I'm shitty. I'm the reminder of your shitty past when you were shitty. Remember when you were shitty? Ah, do they know you were shitty? Come on, remember? All right, I'll see you later. (laughs) When you're ready to fuck. (laughs) <laughs> that's it we're giving we're giving guy. Kat a proper send off by tying her to this fucking guy and making us lose complete sympathy for her this old fucking sweaty stink dick dude god you know it stinks oh god it stinks ah the musk on those balls I guarantee you the balls and the feet bad news Ugh. bears with this guy oh fuck <laughs> It's like one of those one of those dudes you see walking around in a city in like August with no socks and just like mm. uh, oh no dude oh I can smell God. you here I can smell you when I drive by yep yep it's just he's just 
He sucks. He, he sucks. sucks. He's the worst. <sighs> and I mean, like, yeah, I, I okay. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead because I can say it very quickly because there's really not much to it. Here's what I like about this little arc in this episode for Kat. I actually do like the idea that maybe she wasn't legitimate uh, in the military or it wasn't legitimate when she was brought aboard and, you know, she's been hiding that and that's why she's been so, you know, defensive and, and, and fiercely protective about her position and, and, you know, on top of that and just so, you know, basically she's always seems like she's backed into a corner and ready to fight all the time and you're always kind of like, that's annoying. Why are you like that? Once we find out like, oh, she used to be a straight up criminal and that's a hidden past – it kind of makes me go, well, not necessarily sympathize, but I go, okay, I see a little bit more why you acted kind of the way you did and that it could be, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just I mean, that's it though. Like that's, oh, I mean, shit. that really <laughs> is. I just said it. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Like, I don't know how much more to, to discuss about that. That's it. You know? And I'm like, okay, good. Like you, I, I understand your character a little more. Uh, and I understand a little bit why you would mm. like to try and at least accomplish mm. good before you go out. Okay. That's it. I mean, that's really it. Like, it's pretty thin. It doesn't. It's just dumb. What, we, it would have been cool. It w- We could have made it work if it was mm. just Kat's going to die, sacrificing herself. You know what she should have done? It should have been Kat sacrificing. We don't sacrificing. need the extra, oh, my God, she was from the wrong side of the I was. I uh. never had a shot. I never had a shot in this life. I was from the wrong side of the railroad tracks. And I'm sorry I lied, but I loved my shipmates and I did my due diligence. We didn't uh, need it. She could have just God. done her due diligence, sacrificed herself, and died. And we would have been like, fuck. You just made me hate the episode so much more. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God, it's so true. Just make her die. We I'm don't need the one. bullshit. You're manipulating me and it's just dumb. Well, you know, it really, I wish that she had sacrificed herself to save Starbuck. Like what, that would have been an interesting cap on their relationship that they always had this contentious kind of fighting, you know, back and forth relationship, kind of even contending for the same spot. And if she had finally made this noble sacrifice in order to like, I don't know, propel Starbuck's ship forward or get her out of the, the cloud or something, that would be a true like, oh, wow, she sacrificed herself for me, even though we had all those disagreements and never got along. She still did the right thing. Oh, poor cat. Like, there'd be there for that. But it's, I mean, yeah, what she does is good because she has a shitty stink dick boyfriend who wants to do crimes. <laughs> okay. He's the worst. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. God, it's, I would have paid him. Great, man. Uh, he would have paid like probably twenty six dollars if if Colonel Ty would have just went and talked to Stink Dick <laughs> and just intimidated <laughs> him, him. Yeah. Oh God, that would have been nice. Because you know, he hates civilians already. Ty returning to the CIC real quick. I fucking love awesome. how unceremonious that was. Way was better than Cat's death. So much better. I mean, he's just standing outside the door. I like that Adama sees him outside the door first and kind of notices smile, a knowing smile. <laughs> like, oh, he's finally mustered up the, the hood spot to get on back down here. And when he goes in, everybody gives him a quick applause. Ah, shut up. Don't you people have jobs to do? That's it. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody awesome. says a thing. Enough. Love <laughs> your pussy clapping. It's a great scene. It's really good. Oh, I love it. Admiral, you like my eye patch? I can't see too good, Bill. I think I might get a Sharpie and doodle an angry eye <laughs> on it. Maybe they can play that song they always played and kill Bill when they show the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I might doodle a little red cross on there. I always liked that movie. I could have been a good-looking nurse, Bill. <laughs> I do uh, like. I mean, it's, it's, since it's a white eye patch, I just can't wait for somebody to doodle on it. It's going to happen. I feel like that's just going to happen. You've left me too much of a space <laughs> to see that. <laughs> Somebody's going <laughs> to doodle a fun dick on it or something. Just the word "dick." I don't know. Something like that. Don't leave me the opportunity and not do it. Maybe. It's, uh, you know, you know the rule, first one to pass out at the party. Always gets sharpied. It's true. But that's not going to be Ty, I don't think. But Ty's not passing out. He's, <laughs> he's drinking a flask over all of the other passed out people on the floor. Mm-hmm. Shoveling up Kat's body. 
Well, good barbecues, good barbecue. Yeah. Like I said, she cool still gonna do her thing, dude. Um, the shots of being in the cockpit and being affected by the anomalies is amazing. It's cool. Yeah, I do like that. It looks really awesome. It just gives you a sense of the utter hopelessness of actually traveling through it, which is something you rarely get in, you know, some of the other space shows. Like, you don't get it in Star... You don't feel it in Star Trek like you did in this moment. These right. tiny little... They feel... You feel like they're in such a frail position. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Yeah, like, that's such a big distinction. I would even say among, you know, Battlestar Galactica from most other sci-fi shows is that there's a lot of these focus on small crafts in this shit. And it just feels, like you said, super fragile. Like, the way the thing's shaking, the sounds it's making, you're like, God, it could just come apart. Like, who fucking knows? And they also do, they don't have any sort of, like, tint on their their, uh, visors over their helmets or anything. And they're just having to, like, block this light with their hands as they're flying through this. Yeah, shitty position. Yeah, dude. No joke. But yeah, no, the actual sequences of them going through here, I think, are really cool. Just visually, the sound design, all of it's good. Yeah. Yeah, they never explicitly show what the Adriatic is. If you look it up, it just shows you a screenshot of a bunch of ships, and it's like, it's one of those. (laughs) (laughs) It's in there. (laughs) Which is annoying, but yeah, you never really know. It's just a civilian ship. Um. Yeah, you'd think the Battlestar Wiki would be better than that. It would face the wrath of those screeching nerds on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guess not, pal. Guess not. But it looks cool. The jumping through the the cluster looks amazing. Yeah, it's cool. The yellowy just—I mean—it just gives you that feeling of heat. Like it just feels like a hot, cramped, sweaty, awful environment to go through. Yeah, it's cool. They lose the Adriatic. That's um. One of the other things I don't love about this episode is that right there. It the kinda, losing the ship. Say it again. The losing of the ship. Yeah. I don't mind losing the ship, but do you remember when that had such a catastrophic, like that was a catastrophic event? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was a little surprised it, at It how... feels very <laughs> underwhelming in this for them just yeah. to be like, we lost the Adriatica. We don't uh, even know shucks. what it looks like. We barely know anything about it. Nobody's on it. We give a shit about. And it, <laughs> I don't really know. Not. It feel it doesn't feel like when they lost like the Olympic carrier or something. You know, like those right. moments in the earlier episodes where when there was a ship lost, it was a big fucking deal. Seriously, yeah. Like I, <clears throat> it did kind of shock me just how casual it was here. Like I expected it to be talked about more um and just you know maybe even mourned like like a ceremony of a, a dama talking about it in a way mm-hmm. not like some big fucking thing but to talk about we've lost this ship and we don't want to lose more you know something even just to the pilots but no it was just kind of uh, we lost that one damn yeah shit okay <laughs> you guys are still a dwindling population you gotta be a little more careful right yeah, they just bitched, bitched, bitch. Screw them, says Elzar. Yeah, exactly. We're hungry, me. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, you could take it, uh, that might be a little bit of extra pressure on the situation that they're going through this extremely risky maneuver through this, you know, uh, star field and everything because their their food supplies are genuinely so low. I mean, I guess Coddle does say it at the beginning. They have seven to ten days of supplies left of rations. So they're like, Fuck it. We might lose some people. People might die, but we have to get food. We're all going to die regardless. The good news, though, is once the Adriatic goes down, they can stretch that those rations to about 20 days all of a sudden. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that was the real added benefit. Also, hell of a place for a debrief on the deck of the ship while everyone's puking during your debrief. <laughs> Lee just <laughs> squatting on the floor trying not to <laughs> dump his organs out. I'm sorry. What was that about? We have to be better at what? <laughs> Everybody just looking like fucking. That's the sound of me dying. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Anything else? This fucking K nineteen Widowmaker mission. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) fuck. Uh, No Liam Neeson to step in and take any fucking heat for us. (laughs) Uh, I hate this radiation bastard. (laughs) If I had me cudgel, I'd go out in the streets. Looking for that radiation bastard that beat its head in. Come here, you nuclear guinea bastard. You dirty nuclear 
bastard. How dare you kill my friend? <laughs> He's just beating a drum of toxic waste with a shillelagh. <laughs> I show you. you. <laughs> I'm the dark man. It might not have been you, this particular bastard. Radiation bastard. But it was one of you, and you'll do today. <laughs> you cancer-given, radiating son of a bitch. I know you're not technically given the cancer inside that secure bucket, but my friend died of cancer, and I'll beat your bastard head in. <laughs> it's the only thing I hate more than wolves. I walked the streets of Dublin looking for fucking radiation bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I went into every x-ray radiologist apartment, beat the shit out of anyone in my way. If I saw spilled jelly, I couldn't identify it. I beat that bastard down. <laughs> That's uh, kind of a Turn weird take. Turn off the x-ray machine. Everybody's in for an ass whooping. Sort of a weird take on the demented ramblings of an Irishman, but... <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson, everyone. <laughs> Keeping the streets of Dublin safe from bastards. Fucking bastards. <laughs> Good God. Oh, man. Yeah. Well. But I do. Uh, another thing. By the way, kinda... how is, is Enzo like getting some like hot girl to chat with him over there? Uh, yeah. And then uh, Starbuck came over and interrupted. Cock blocked him. Mm-hmm. Which probably wouldn't have taken much, to be honest. I think that girl was looking for any out. She knows <laughs> she him. could get. Ah, oh, fuck! It probably does. I remember when they met earlier. Um, I think it was the second season when they established this character. Oh, Enzo. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you remember when Starbuck already met him? <laughs> yeah, it was like a major episode. <laughs> he was yeah. fucking crazy, and they thought he might be a Cylon, but then he proved his worth. Hmm. I know the truth about you. You're a dirty liar. (laughs) Do they even know who you are? I never did anything like this in my whole life. Only got my husband killed. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's innocent except for me. I am blonde and therefore better. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I lied about Zach who got killed. And now that I've been absolved of my guilt from the old man, I'm going to level it on you because I'm better. (laughs) I have permission to throw stones. (laughs) I have been elevated to the status of deity. Thus, I will condemn you for lying on your application. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Fucking lying to some bureaucrats in a line somewhere. (laughs) All right, whatever. Uh, It's dumb, dude. Ah, stupid. (laughs) <laughs> well listen let's have a listen you think i'm a traitor no i think you're sexy i don't think you're a traitor that's why i'm standing so close to you i just want to lick you you're smart i wish they would just smash lips together that's what the old hot. man said mm. release that tension you're just not smart enough to accept who you are mm. Mm. Well, I guess. <laughs> I guess. You just hear. <laughs> Turn it off! Oh, shit. It's a bad one. And we're it's almost done. <laughs> He's almost Final done. Thoughts? We might get an hour in. So, there you go. All right, we already did the um, Cylon shit. <laughs> What's what? Starbucks' fucking problem? Ah, she's on that high and mighty shit. Ah, it's mighty just, shit. I want you to know, Kat, that since I cut my hair and got my act together, I'm going to judge you. <laughs> who's been doing the job the you. whole time while I've been away. I mean, say what you want about Kat. She does her job. Right? Hey, there's something <laughs> to be said. And honestly, one other bone I want to throw to Kat earlier when they're talking about the whole stem situation. I actually think Kat makes a really good point about it where she's like, no, I'm not just inherently against stims. It's that we're all fucking food deprived and our systems are going to be way more sensitive to fucking stimulants. And it's probably going to fuck us up and maybe even make us pass out. Probably not a great idea to do in the middle of a microwave of radiation. 
Plus, you're like, fucking, yeah. not only that, dude, but it's like your metabolism goes into overdrive. You're going to burn right. more calories at rest. Exactly. And you're like, you're, you're forcing your body to heat up even more with all this shit. I'm like, nah, it's probably, it's probably she's probably right, guys. <laughs> it's probably not a great idea. Yep. Ugh. Well, Kat's badge is black and she goes to see her boyfriend and puts on her nice lipstick. It's, she just wanted one last dirty dick screw. She's like, ah, I'm going to die, so screw it. I guess She's I'll like, I know he hangs out in this random cargo hold. Don't <laughs> go he's there. he's a nothing character who he's lives a, in a closet he is, for when we need him. All I right, pull I, oh, him off look, his hook. He's got to push the plot forward. Oh, look, I just found him. He's in the writer's drawer. <laughs> Buried under a bunch of more important things. I'll go down there and sleep with him now. He's right next to Chekhov Cylon. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. No. No. They bang. Yeah. They bang. And then uh, <clears throat> she goes and dies. <laughs> yeah, they bang and then. Um, she doesn't want to lose another that. ship and she mm-hmm. loses sight of it again and they have to jump out because they're, they get the call from Galactica Actual that you have reached you know, the limit. We need to go ahead and jump through regardless of whether you have your ship or not. But she ignores the order. I'm not going to lose another one. And she finds the ship and guides it to safety. They jump out to the algae planet. She gets aboard Galactica, gets a round of you know cheering and applause, gets to put her arms up in the air like Rocky, and uh, then collapse on the floor like a nuked person. <laughs> like a fucking overcooked hot pocket. Ding. Just flop. <laughs> Take her out of the fucking pouch. She's done. You guys put her in way too long as they're eating her. Oh, God, the cheese came out all the sides. <laughs> guys, Jesus. <laughs> it says two minutes. Oh, God. Her in the bed. Starbuck. <laughs> I made you these sleeping pills so I can keep my job. Oh, fuck. So, you know, take them if you want. Mm-hmm. You know, here's my one. It looks fucking- like you got some burns on your face. You should probably kill yourself. <laughs> Pretty much. You're all, <laughs> we know you're all cooked up in there. Just go ahead. <laughs> That's how microwaves work, don't they? <laughs> Connell's gonna come back and finish his Marlboro and probably call you anyways call it on the spot yeah so might as well drift off I'm making you keg again even though my insides are silly even, <laughs> even though, though your got... insides are silly <laughs> even though my insides are just bags full of goop now <laughs> I'm making you keg again even though you're gonna have to hose me out of the bed even though all my organs are just Ziploc bags full of hot pocket goo. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be a, in a long position. but You mean I'm going to be keg again? Even though you're going to tip the bed over and just dump me into one of those little drains? That's right, cat. You're going to be the best keg of all time. Right before we slide you down this Sweeney Todd corpse chute. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's the it. One, the one little moment. That but don't worry, like, it's not actual blood. It's just ribbons flying out of her body. <laughs> Wee! Like a play. You know, I was, you ever see the Sweeney Todd play? Oh, God, no. It's pretty cool. That, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome, actually. It's, it's a pretty good idea. It's yeah. like fucking ribbons. It's red. It looks like giant blood sprays. Anyway. Tight. Uh, All right, I guess I'll be keg again, even though I don't think I'm getting up out of here. (laughs) Even though I got (laughs) silly legs. (laughs) 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 We get a nice little admission from from our boy where he talks about, yeah, I actually wanted a daughter. Me and my wife both did. We never had one. And to me, I'm like, oh, it's kind of, hey, maybe it's like a a slight insight to why he's always been so close to Starbuck and had a nice relationship with Cher, and he's always wanted a daughter. Aw. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> I do. The, it, he's It's pretty awesome, Adama. Let's, for, for, for just a minute, it's when he pulls the chair up and sits down and doesn't go anywhere. I mean, that's ballsy. Yeah. It's ballsy him to stay there for her in that moment. That's That's rough. Really is, yeah, and and like also, how fucking much does it say? Like, okay, let's be honest. <laughs> she was she died no. surrounded by loved ones. I mean, her boss. 
Dude, if this were Apollo, if this were Starbucks, can you imagine the fucking hats off surrounding of all the pilots and even the deck crews like weeping over the bed? <laughs> this bitch is just alone. That's it. The boss came down because he kind of had to. Like, yeah, you're definitely going to be a goner. So I'll when be I said I wanted a daughter, I didn't mean you, but I just figured I'd say it since, you know, you're dying and all. Just seemed like a nice thing to say, you fucking corpse. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Jesus. This is, this is dark, but I like it. <laughs> Pretty dark. <laughs> Am I going to be surrounded by my loved ones when my silly organs turn off? Dude, nope. and then he did. Just the boss. <laughs> he gives her the fucking haunted house treatment. He's like, that's right. Just close your eyes and reach out. You can feel them. And he just puts his own hand out there and then moves it a little bit further. And then, oh, there's another one. The hands of all your friends standing around you. <laughs> Coddle comes up and lets him, you know, she touches his ass cheek. And he's like, oh, that's the face of your <laughs> Starbuck weeping. Is Enzo there? Of course not. Adama laughs. <laughs> and then him and Ty go back and have a drink and a big old knee slap and laugh about Holy it. Holy shit, man. Oh, fuck. Farewell, cat. Dude. Whoo, <laughs> 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 cat fans turned off of this episode. Fans. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, well. <laughs> And, uh, well, you know, hey. But don't worry. Soul. There's that amazing moment at the end where he moves, you know, where he moves a, a, her name written down on a magnet six inches up and to the right. <laughs> Which they're going to move uh, back tomorrow when a real live cag has to take over the position, right? <laughs> no, she will never be supplanted. <laughs> All right, everyone, let's have a nice moment of silence. And I'm going to go ahead and slide that magnet back. Lee, get in your fucking <laughs> get on the fucking cag. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Yowza. Yeah. But it, hey, it's a nice little moment when Starbuck, of all people, puts her picture up on the, you know, the in memoriam wall. Mm-hmm. Has a little moment. There. I mean, that again. I love that moment when Starbuck, because she just loves, she's such a glutton for pain. Decides to subject herself to this pain just so she can feel some sort of control over her own life. I love that. Or feel anything at all. You, you know. damaged fucking person. <laughs> God. <laughs> Glutton for pain. She's the first one to put that stupid fucking rainbow on her Facebook profile. And she has zero <laughs> connection. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm feeling pain too, everyone. Look at me. <clears throat> But that bomb that killed 76 people in the country with the brown people in the desert, I won't change my profile for them. Ew, gross. <laughs> Ew, yuck. Yuckies. Are we done? <laughs> the government said that one's okay. Do you want to read it? Want to read Elzar's comment and then get out of here? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Told you guys. It's a bad episode. I'll read this, bitch. I'll read yeah. this. Hit that shit. Hit it hard. Do it. <clears throat> Hit it hard, doggy. I'm going to do it. All right. Elzar. He says, okay, okay, I know this won't be the most popular opinion, but I have an up-and-down relationship with the cat character. More often than not, I'm annoyed as hell with her, but there are times when she's right about things. Unfortunately, even when she's right, she's often still frustrating. I know you will all will nail it on the technical stuff about the episode, disaster suddenly appearing out of nowhere with no lead-up, etc. So I'll just say this episode isn't one of my favorites. Won't hear that too often. It's not that I disliked it. Uh, I just didn't love it as much as the others. Right. Anyway, the best parts of the episode were really the Deanna business, which I found very interesting when combined with the Baltar interaction with the hybrid. More mysticism, religion type stuff, which is always an excuse for the hairs on the back of my neck to stand up. I remember being terribly curious to see where that was leading us. Uh, also, though, the end of the episode got to me when I originally watched it, and even more so now. The older I get, the more I seem to have some dust in my eyes in these emotional scenes across the board. Despite all the frustrations with Cat over the seasons, I really did feel Starbucks' pain at the end as well as Cat's. The scene with Adama at the bedside too, well, Edward James almost always knows how to stir up the feels. So much for not letting the crew get too close, though. I think he was fraternizing a little bit too much with Cat as she laid on her deathbed. Okay, just kidding there. Anyway, touching stuff at the end. The cast, the directors, and the editing, and the music... All those people know how to put out the, the acting and music together and make you really feel those people. All in all, an episode I'd watch again, but not obsess over like I do with some. 
Cool. Much higher opinion. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, I feel him. Bull. All right. Well, our girl, Kat. Dunzo. Dunzo. Not to be confused with Enzo. <laughs> Who's also probably Dunzo, let's be honest. Are we going to see Enzo come back? Oh, yeah. yeah. No. No, him and no. him and Danny are coming back. The two of them are going to save the ship. That's right. We're going to save it because <laughs> Enzo is going to be magically like you know in, in un, like untouchable by the Cylons because of all of his drugs pumped through his system. He's just a heroin junkie, and they can't you know hypnotize him with their fucking weird powers or whatever. Yep, that's it. <laughs> oh, also, Cylons can hypnotize people. You didn't know that? Yeah, we introduced it this episode. Yeah. Any other final thoughts on this one? Battlestar Galactica is a good show. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's a good show. I will say, Edward James Olmos, you're the man. <laughs> it ties great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs>